0: Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. I am Isaiah. I'm Charlie. And I'm Steven. So today's episode, we played Sonic Rivals for the PlayStation Portable. It's the bit Sonic racing game. We had drift. I hesitate to... to call it a racing game. And then it's
1: literally a racing game. It's a game where you race. Whether or not you're in a car or get doing laps, it is a racing game.
0: Yeah, this is the fifth one, because we had Drift, Drift 2, Sonic R, Sonic Riders, and now Sonic Rivals.
1: Yeah, and it's technically the fourth series of racing games, because there was a Sonic Rivals 2.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, sure. It's side-scrolling, which is not how I want a racing game, but...
1: Yeah, this game is effectively just Sonic Rush... But you're always... Because ra- it's 3D, but it's 2.5D. Yeah. You're always on a, on a plane, and you're just racing against someone else who is just plays like a Sonic character. Like, Knuckles is in this game, but he cannot glide, and he can homing attack. Yeah. So, everyone basically just plays like Sonic. Yeah. There, there are four characters. There's Sonic, Knuckles, Silver, and Shadow. And you just run along a track to get to the end, and whoever gets there first wins... And that's kind of the whole game. There are power-ups as well that do different things depending on whether or not you're in first or second place. I don't think you can ever race with more than two people.
0: Yeah. In single-player gameplay, you definitely can't.
1: Yeah, it just never happens. But I don't even think in multiplayer because there are segments of this game where you go on two different paths based on whether or not you're in first or second, I believe. Yeah. And it wouldn't make sense to have only two paths if there were more than two people playing. And I don't think there are more courses than the six or so that are available. Or I guess maybe it's more like 12, because there are two courses per yeah. world. Mm-hmm. But they do not it doesn't really feel that different. The courses don't change a lot, other than the jumps you have to memorize. I
2: don't know, some of them have neat aesthetics. Like, the last act of Colossal Highway, you're kind of winding up a mountain.
1: Yeah. There's also a cool segment... Where you're in the sort of circus level of this game, where you run alongside the like a roller coaster rail, which is kinda neat. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but you can also get hit by a roller coaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it moves real fast. <laughs> yeah, it, it moves faster than you, and it moves exactly fast enough that you just can't react to it appearing.
1: Yeah, which brings us to one of the kind of problems of the core gameplay of this game, which is that you just don't ever move that fast.
0: Yeah, honestly, I was mostly okay with the movement speed because I also think the camera's zoomed in enough that you kind of have a hard time reacting to, to things anyway.
1: Obviously, it has the same problem as every single handheld Sonic game, which is that the camera is <laughs> zoomed in way too much. Yeah. But we could just fix that by having it zoom in, zoomed out. But yeah. my thing is that you accelerate to your max speed incredibly quickly in a way that doesn't feel satisfying.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. It's not like old 2D Sonic where the camera's pretty zoomed in and it's more about slow acceleration than it is about fast speed. And so you don't really feel like you're moving too slowly. You just feel like you haven't gotten to your max speed yet. And once you get there, it's pretty good.
1: Right. And when you are there, if you know the level really well, you can rip through it and it's fun and cool and interesting. But in this game, you get moving at your top speed by just doing a homing attack and running for like a second.
0: Yeah, boost pads get you beyond your max speed, and they're all over the place. And so, like, accelerating kind of doesn't matter, because you can just, like, touch one of those, and then you're good.
1: Well, and the other thing is that when you touch a boost pad, you go really fast for a little bit, but unlike most Sonic games, where you can run at that speed as long as you aren't going uphill, and you can just keep going at that higher-than-top speed, in this game, after a couple seconds, friction is just applied on all platforms even if you're going downhill you will slow down yeah (laughs) which doesn't make any sense physically and also feels horrible
0: yeah it feels like you have a couple seconds of boost and then you just go back to you you like snap back to normal
1: yeah and there's also this horrendous segment where i mentioned that you run along roller coaster rails in a circus area which is really cool i like that idea i think it looks really fun it takes the shuttle loop and kind of turns it on his head because you do a bunch of more interesting stuff than that but the thing is that at a certain point, you're like running along a corkscrew, like that's pointed down. So you're running along like the wall of a, of a cylinder, basically. And there's boost pads like once every rotation. But right before you get to the boost pad, you slow down so much that it feels like you're about to fall off of the corkscrew. <laughs> and then you hit the boost pad and it speeds you up again. And then you slow down before you get to the next one. And it just feels awful.
0: Yeah. Something I do like about this game is that the camera is just good most of the time.
1: Yeah, I think that something maybe the camera could do is angle itself a little bit to like the left, so that you're looking kind of almost sidelong at the level, and I think that it does that sometimes. Yeah. It feels like it pans occasionally.
0: Because this game is 2.5D like Sonic Rush, but unlike Sonic Rush, the level design actually exists in three dimensions all of the time.
1: Yeah, you're, you're like moving into the foreground and background a little bit sometimes.
0: Yeah, and sometimes the camera goes, all right, well, we're going to do something snazzy. Like, we're going to rotate with you when you turn. Or, like, there's a bit where you're on a loop and the camera, like, zooms out and tilts up so that you can, like, look at the spectacle and then it focuses back in for the, you know, the rest of the level.
1: Yeah, it's like a shuttle loop, but it's four times as big, so it takes up more than the screen. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: sometimes the camera kind of glitches out and goes on the side it should not be, but does not correct the control setup so you're supposed to go right even though you're going slightly left or forward and that happened to me once and it was not great
1: yeah i don't know what caused that i have never
0: I experienced don't know that
2: it would just happen i was playing as knuckles so
0: i'm almost it's jealous honestly that you got to experience a glitch like that
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound like it was too fun
0: oh no like it wouldn't be fun at all but you know i would trade places with you
1: But the other key component that this game kind of adds to the Sonic formula is... I I don't know if we've had these yet, I don't think we have, but I know they become commonplace later. There are little platforms and rings that when you touch them, Sonic goes into a slow animation. Or Sonic or whoever you're playing as. Yeah. And if you hit X, he'll do like a hop and go to a higher level, but if you hit O, he'll dash forward. Yeah. And it'll be longer than a normal jump would take him and it'll move faster. So let's say you hit like a little stump on the ground. Sonic will do like a hand plant, and if you hit X, you can go to a higher platform. But if you hit O, you'll shoot forward to like the middle road, but you'll probably get there faster. And sometimes if you hit X, you'll jump up and then land in these sort of rotating large rings. They're not like the collectible rings, they're bigger than Sonic when he's a ball. And he'll be like stationed in it for a second, and you can hit a button to choose which direction you want to go basically. And that seems kind of fun, because it seems like you get the choice between either checking something out and maybe finding a power-up on the top level, or just getting to where you're going faster. Yeah. But these become commonplace in, like, Sonic Colors and stuff like that, right? Or even Sonic Unleashed?
0: There's a variation of them that's much slower. I actually like this implementation of it a lot more than in future games.
1: Yeah. But it's weird to me that I thought this was a thing that was invented by Sonic Unleashed. I'm not too huge into Sonic after this point, so I don't know where mechanics were introduced yeah but i was kind of surprised that this offshoot game came up with that idea before one of the main series games
0: yeah i think it is sonic unleashed because unleashed is a really quick time event happy
1: yeah and i know that it's in colors because i remember seeing the like cannons fill up with like the circle before you hit the thing that you're supposed to hit yeah
0: but you have like a lot of time to react to that and in this it's like you touch it and you have about half a second to like figure out which button to hit and i'm like into that because no matter no matter which button you hit or if you don't hit anything you're going to you're going to be fine you just won't necessarily be on the best path right and i i really like that as like a all right react quickly and make sure you're on the fastest path
1: so the other thing that we haven't super described is the power up system which is interesting because when you use a power up It'll do something based on which power you've got, like there's fire, there's magnet, there's electricity, there's there's tons of different ones. But they change based on whether you are in front or behind. And the ones where you're in front are usually defensive in some capacity, or they're like laying traps, stuff like that. And the ones when you're in the back are things that attack your opponent. So for the fire, it shoots a fireball that travels along the ground. If you've got electricity, as far as we know, it just damages the opponent. the, The opponent automatically and if you use magnet it pulls rings into you i never got to use magnet when i was in front
0: yeah i think that also
1: just pull rings into you
0: i i think so i also never got it when i was in front
1: yeah it's weird and then ice if you're in front lays down a big ice trap which i found to be one of the best in front powers it was the only one that i found that consistently beat the opponent but ice when you're the person from behind just shoots a another like missile basically yeah it'll freeze the opponent
0: yeah if you get hit by it you get frozen and then you have to like thaw out before you can continue again
1: yeah it seems better than the fire one i think the fire one just damages you and you lose rings but i don't think you lose any rings from the ice
0: i think the fire one it's easier to hit people with though because isn't it like a much more powerful homing
1: i'm not sure we were talking about this and charlie said that in his experience it wouldn't travel towards the opponent it would just travel along the lower path but i felt that every time i used it it somehow hit the opponent. I, I don't think I ever saw it miss, and that might have just been because I was using it when we were on like the critical path, where the basically the level structure in this game is kind of like in Sonic 3, where you have a top, a bottom, and a middle, but then at the end of those stretches, they all meet at a point, and then it does that again, and you have a top, and a bottom, in the middle, and then they meet at another point. So it makes almost this kind of like DNA shape.
2: Yeah, the projectiles seem to track the ground. like They don't like go over gaps. I don't think they home in. Because you'll get an icon on your screen that shows that the effect has hit the
1: opponent. Right. Yeah. But I think maybe the computer is just choosing not to jump to avoid them. Yeah. Because this that's the other thing, is that you can play this game multiplayer, but it's a PSP game, so you need to have someone who also has a PSP, like, right there next to you that also played Sonic Rivals, which is a lot of asking, especially since we're playing this game in 2019. Oh, yeah. So, it's... It's super weird, and I think that mostly this game is designed to be played single player, which I think works to its benefit, because I don't think this would be very fun to play with a friend. I don't know. But they can kind of control your experience by using the computer's AI. So, for example, a lot of this game has rubber band mechanics, where you're meant to be kind of always fighting with the opponent, but you're also given a time at the end of the round for how well you did, and that's kind of more what you're measured by than actually beating the opponent or not. Yeah. So it kind of feels like you're using the opponent almost as both a tool and an obstacle to increase your own speed.
0: Yeah. I, I found that uh, almost all of the time, I would beat the opponent by a very small amount.
1: Yeah, no matter how well you were doing.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, there were a lot of rounds where I was just in the back the entire time, and then in the last five seconds of the match, I would get ahead and win and then there were matches where I was ahead the entire time, and then they would sort of catch up towards the end, and they would get in front for a little bit, and then I'd get in front of them, and then the stage would be over. And I think I only ever lost one race, and every other time it was extremely close the whole time, which felt good as somebody who's not super into racing games and therefore don't have strong opinions about rubber band mechanics.
1: I mean, I hate program mechanics usually but that's because i hate them in a competitive context where you're fighting against a human player because at that point it should be about skill who wins at least in my opinion because that's the fun thing is figuring out oh how can i improve at this game and how can i beat my opponent's strategy but in the case of a game like mario kart it's just your opponent will get better items because they're behind you yeah and while that makes it... I think that there's value in that because it makes it more fun for someone who is inexperienced at in games like these and it also just makes it easier to pick up and play. I think it also makes it less fun to learn that game. Yeah. In my opinion, especially in a competitive context. Because I actually like playing Mario Kart alone more than I like playing it with more people. Because even though the computer does have a degree of rubber mechanics, mechanics, th- those have actually been lessened the longer you go in the Mario Kart franchise. Because at first it was just they could literally go higher than the top speed in, like, Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Which is just complete horseshit. Like, I hate that idea. (laughs) But now, like, the games are getting so fast and so difficult to maneuver that you actually usually don't have to worry about always being in first because it's more of a struggle in general to get to that place. And I like that more conceptually. But in this game, it seems like they've tailored the experience knowing that you'll be fighting a computer player a lot and they make it so that the computer player doesn't need to cheat to get in front of you. Yeah. It's just that the power-ups are designed so the player from behind is taking an aggressive stance and the player in front is trying to be defensive. Yeah, And I think that's a little bit more interesting than what Mario Kart does where you just get like worse items when you're in front.
0: I think there is also a max speed difference, but I think it's very slight.
1: I don't know. There probably is, but there's also mechanics in this game where, for example, if you're in first, there will be a block that you have to push and it'll fall into a hole and you can keep going. But the, you're, the person behind you just won't have to do that. Yeah. And that one is more ham-fisted and it doesn't (laughs) feel good. But it's clear that they want you to be close. They always want to be a close call no matter who wins.
0: That one is literally like, hey, person in first, just stop for a couple seconds for no reason.
1: Yeah, for no reason. I think
0: the much better version of that is here's a diverging path that the player in first takes the longer route on automatically. And the player in second takes the shorter route. Yeah. I think that's the much better version because then that diverging path usually has some sort of spectacle associated with it. And so the camera gets fun and you're still moving so it doesn't feel like you've come to a complete stop.
1: Right, but I also, when I do that block pushing thing, I personally like the feeling of knowing that if my opponent is in front, they're going to have to do that.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: So I usually hate mechanics like these, but I think that this game is designed in such a specific way and such a purposeful way that I don't mind it as much. I felt at the beginning that it was really annoying, but as I played a little bit more, like I think I found that they did these things on purpose yeah. in a smart way. Because I did find it fun that I was always dealing with the opponent. Yeah. Because you can homing attack and stuff like that, and there's not really a reason to homing attack enemies very much. You should more or less just jump over them. As, as a matter of fact, you should actually jump over them more than try and destroy them, because then they're still an obstacle for your opponent.
0: Yeah but homing attacking your opponent is fun because it's faster than trying to run ahead of them because you get, like, the burst of speed of homing into them, and then you launch yourself forward and upward a lot, and then they get hit and they get slowed down. It's also
2: safer than to just use the attack button on them.
1: Yeah. Right, there is a button where you can do, like, a little attack, and it's a lot like attacks from... The Sonic Adventure games, I guess, because you just turn into a hitbox for a little bit and then slow down at the end if you don't hit anything. (laughs) But if you do hit the opponent, you'll knock them over for a little bit, but you don't get a speed boost. You just move back to normal speed. Yeah. I think that one's more useful for the opponent obstacles if you're trying to just stay on the ground, which I'm not sure why you would want to do. (laughs) But it is also funny. I played as Silver most of the time, and when you use his attack, he'll do like he'll put his hands out and just move forward for a little bit, and then if you don't hit anything, he just face plants. Yeah, they basically (laughs) face plant all the time. It's really funny.
0: It's pretty good, yeah.
1: I think that's more or less the core gameplay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that checks out.
1: It plays a lot just like a competent Sonic game, but like we said, the physics don't feel too great.
0: I guess it is worth mentioning, when you get hit, you lose 10 rings, and I don't think rings really do anything aside from score.
1: Well... You need them in the challenge mode, but other than I don't think in like the story mode or the quote-unquote regular gameplay. I don't think that having more rings boosts your max speed or anything.
0: What I will say is that, so, so you can't really die in this game. You can fall off the stage or whatever, and then you'll respawn like in a racing game. And I think if you die when you have zero rings, when you respawn, you're like on the ground for longer before you can start again. So I think you lose a little bit of time if you have zero rings, but you get rings so often and you get so many rings that that's very rarely going to really be an issue.
1: Well, also, if you have zero rings and your opponent or enemy hits you, you get the same death animation that you would if you fell down a pit.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: Because normally when you get hit, you just lose 10 rings and then you get up in a second you're ready
0: to go. Yeah. I got to hear shadow scream no a lot.
1: (laughs) That's really good. That's a good thing to have. Did he cuss at all? No cussing? I
0: think it's the same voice clip, actually, from Sonic 06, where, like, I feel more pain from him than I have ever felt. (laughs) Oh, shout of the hedgehog. It's great.
2: So the story is an existing part of this game because it's a Sonic game, and it is told in a visual novel style and you can choose from four characters. Basically Eggman has a camera that can turn things into cards (laughs) and Sonic and well every character needs something from it I guess except for Shadow because Sonic's like whoa Tails and Amy aren't cards I gotta go rescue them. Knuckles like whoa the Master Emerald's a card I gotta go get that and Silver's like that camera's no god that camera is gonna doom the future no, that I come from the because let's the future the is doomed, and that's my only character motivation when I am in a game. Yeah. Let's do the hook.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's a pretty good silver.
2: And shadows like, oh man, I got a distress single from Eggman. Eggman's like, I didn't send you anything, and he's like, oh, well then, and then. <laughs> It's just a lot of those paths intersecting.
0: Like halfway through, Rouge gets turned into a card, and then Shadow's like, oh no, I have to save Rouge, I guess. Damn. Not here. (laughs) It's just like, he finds out at the carnival, so it would be an appropriate time to say not here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Technically, wouldn't it be an appropriate time to say not here anywhere?
0: Not here, next to the clown. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's just totally inappropriate, I think.
1: Not by the stuffed animals that can latch onto your leg if you walk by them. Do you guys remember that part in that level?
0: I, yeah.
1: A teddy bear can latch onto your leg and slow you down when you run past the booth. There's like a shooting booth.
0: I do like Shadow's story a little bit because there's an air of mystery where Rouge is like, Yo, Shadow, someone's up with Eggman. And then Shadow's like, I gotta check this out, but I'm going to do so very slowly and Silver's here for some reason.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
0: Doom future.
1: <laughs> Doom
0: future. Silver's existence is literally like, oh, you're after Eggman 2? All right. And then they race. Yeah. yeah.
2: The solution to everything is racing instead of fighting because that's it's a fighting game, but with racing.
0: Yeah. So Eggman turns out to be Eggman Nega, who is from the future?
1: Yep. Yeah. But Eggman Nega and yeah, but are like, both no, from a different dimension. No, that's wrong.
0: Eggman, yeah, they're from a different dimension. I guess now they are just are from the future instead of another dimension. I don't think it's like, that's just because,
1: the... I, and I'm not positive about this, but I think that Sonic Rush Adventure, the sequel to Sonic Rush, still takes place yeah, in a different it's, dimension.
0: It's literally they go to a different dimension, which is
1: and diverging Eggman continuities. And Eggman was always from the, it, it, it's very weird. Which means, us leads me to believe that this game is canon to Sonic 06 and not to any of the rest of Sonic. Yeah.
0: There is a Sonic universe where Sonic 06 and Sonic Rivals exist. And then there's yeah. a separate canon with other and games. And we know that Sonic
1: it. R is canon because the Tails dolls in Sonic Adventure.
0: Also, Eggman Nega is a descendant of Eggman. And at some point in the lineage they were like, what if we added the word Nega to the it's name? It's the dumbest
1: thing ever. Also, why is Blaze not like Sonic Nega instead of being <laughs> Blaze?
2: What if what if Eggman boned someone?
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, there is Eggman having a descendant does imply that at some point he gets down with somebody.
1: Yeah, that'll. I mean, Gerald Robotnik is the same way. Like he's a crazy mad scientist. I see it more murderer, with Gerald than I They are <laughs> no both Gerald. Evil Gerald's Batman. a
0: super cool dude until Gerald they kill his, his, his granddaughter.
1: Gerald took his granddaughter's Dude, soul. And he flips his lid in response to his granddaughter's hedgehog. death,
0: but he had to have gotten down before that. Right, but he also he had to like then. Shadow
1: had to have been alive before Maria was murdered. So he put his soul before Maria was murdered, because he had to. Have, because it couldn't, the, the process of events is a literally impossible, and b yeah. at this point I don't think that, that Gerald is alive. I think that's area. definitely true. Honestly, but also I think crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gerald was definitely, like, getting down with people. And <laughs> More then than one. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Gun was like, hey, make a satellite for us. And he was like, okay. And then Gunn was like, hey, stop making the satellite for us. And he was like, no. And so they, they killed his, his granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah. And so he was like, now, not only am I going to be evil, but I'm going to make my grandson, when he is born, become evil, like, somehow in a way like I'm just gonna influence it like it's like it's not genetic but clearly like there's something going on there so if
1: that's true does that make Eggman the current Ivo Eggman Eggman Nega because he was the previous Eggman was was Gerald and does that mean that Eggman (laughs) Nega is actually Eggman (laughs) Nega no Eggman is
0: Robotnik Nega (laughs) (laughs) Eggman Nega Nega yeah Oh, that's terrible. Dude, okay, <laughs> terrible, so, terrible. so Eggman has... We're still on this, of course. <laughs> Eggman has a kid. That kid is an amount of evil. And then that kid has a kid. And that kid's an amount of evil. And continue that until we get to Eggman Nega, who is exactly as evil as Eggman. Like, precisely down to yeah. weirdly the body type. And yep. taste in clothes as well.
1: Except for the palette.
0: Yeah, the palette's a little bit different, but the, the style's the same.
1: But it's not the same. But They're it, both from the keep circus. In mind, it is not the same style as Eggman from 06, to which this is canon to. So Eggman Nega is actually the first one to adopt <laughs> the circus master style.
0: That's true. Oh, man. How messed up is that? So the story is ridiculous, yeah. because just because of the way it tries to connect Rush and with the And also O6 the way that link, a
1: camera turns people into cards, yeah, and that's somehow the main thing. Yeah, I guess maybe
0: that's probably actually the silliest part. It's like, he gets that camera, and that's it. There's no explanation, yeah. he just has it. I also have no idea how he came from the future, or how Silver came from the future, but whatever. It's a bit silly.
2: Well, I guess that's it for the story, there's nothing <laughs> much else to say.
0: I mean, I guess it's worth going in that each character, you have to go through all of the zones, like, in order individually.
2: Yeah, I wish I could go in a different order.
0: Yeah, that would have but been I great. I guess
2: there's just the consistent difficulty curve of the levels that they have yeah. to do the same order. Yeah. So it's more like Sonic Advance, even though it has a diverging story like a 3D Sonic game. I guess it's more like Sonic Heroes now that yeah. I think about it, but...
0: Well, the other thing is each zone has two acts, and then for most of them, there's a boss at the end, and that boss is actually just a Sonic right, Rush boss. Right, but, but it's two-player. But it's two-player, and you're racing to get five hits. Which is hits. weird, because
1: that means that the boss could die in five hits or six hits or whatever it is. I think it's actually six, yeah. cause I think you have to get to five and then hit him again. Oh, yeah, but I But that that's means right. the boss could also be hit up to 11 times. Yeah. And not die until the 11th hit.
0: It's weird because it also doesn't make sense that you would be competing to, like, defeat the boss Oftentimes, faster. it doesn't make
1: sense that you're competing with anyone at all in the story context.
0: That's extremely I do like this thrill. game's
1: bosses, though, and the pressure of having to fight someone to do it creates an interesting situation where you yeah. feel more encouraged to be dangerous. I think it weirdly careful.
0: makes the bosses much more engaging because their their patterns are really yeah. simple. But the fact that it's like a competition just makes me so much more engaged. I think
1: that actually these boss fights are in some cases better than the rush boss fights, which is interesting I because I really the, like the that the rush
0: game. boss fights are often really slow, and in this, you don't mind so much because even when the boss is like acting slow, you can just be like, alright, I'm going to homing attack Silver. Right.
1: It's cool. I like these boss fights a lot. How did you feel about the boss fights, Charlie?
2: They were kind of an interesting concept to just, you know, fight someone together and Kind of use the boss to attack others, but it seems more of a waste that you just want to attack it. It's, I don't know, I'm kind of sick of the whole 360 spin, but I guess it works better when you're working with someone else.
1: Yeah, I also like how, I don't know if it's how many boss fights do this, but at least one of them has that you're more fighting like a crescent moon shape. Where you get to the end and you can't move past it and there's like a wall. (laughs) It feels like a more closed space.
0: I really liked running in a circle and then collecting rings, and then the rings respawn when you collect enough of them. So I can just beat the boss with, like, 60 rings and then get a huge ring score. I mean, it gives gives you an A rank as much as that, like, whatever that's worth.
1: Right. Which is... From what I can tell, absolutely like, nothing. actually I think nothing, all yeah. of the unlocks in this game are tied directly to the yeah. card system, which we'll get into in a minute.
0: I think, like, the boss fights are fun, but they almost, like, don't make enough sense to work, you know? Like, there's... You, you mean that they don't there's, fit there's in with the gameplay? There's too much that you just have to accept that doesn't add up. Like, why are we competing? Why can the boss take more hits than...
1: I think that that is as logical as any other component yeah. of this game, which is to say that there is no fucking logic to this game. <laughs> no, no component of this game adds up for any other nonsense, component of this game.
0: It, it becomes really fun.
1: Sure. But same with the boss fight, same with the entire game. Like, yeah. This game is a lot more fun if you just pretend yeah. that none of it matters. Which is cool, because that's what they did in the story, too. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it, Eggman he's, Nega he's is from, the, from future, the future. And he, <laughs> he like turns, silver turns in people into cards by taking their photo. Yeah.
0: But he never tries to take anyone's photo who you can play as right
1: also he is descended from regular eggman which i don't think was a plot point oh no not at Rush. all i like i don't think he's related to eggman in fact i think that i he think is eggman, Nega eggman is the worst character
0: in all of sonic? current sonic because he's just what if eggman but slightly different color palette and we just made his name worse yeah i think like that it's, you it's might such right. a like it's a lazy <laughs> concept anywho yeah, sorry. I, we, we've harped on Eggman Mega for too much.
1: <laughs> so the other primary mode of play in this game is the challenge mode. And in this mode, you can attack any level that you've done in story mode. and It doesn't matter which character you did it with. So if you just run through the whole game as Sonic, you'll unlock every act for challenge mode. And they give you a list of five tasks to complete. They're things like get this many rings, beat the level in this time, hit the opponent this many times, use this many power-ups, stuff like that. And if you can do any one of those goals, for each one that you do you'll get a card. So if you complete all five goals, you'll get five cards at the end. And the cards are different things, they can be characters, they can be games, sometimes it's just like items. But there's a bunch of a bunch of these, and they kind of function similarly to something like trophies from Super Smash Bros. Or the current spirit system from Super Smash Bros. where you just go into a sort of museum mode and can look at the stuff you've got. But in this case, they don't have any descriptions or anything. There's no information about the cards. It's yeah. just promotional artwork for, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And, and
2: it's not like it's a high-quality vector, like a spirit.
0: Right, it's not. Even, it's just literally,
1: like, JPEGs.
0: Yeah, you can't even, in the menu, hit a button to, like, yeah, see just, a higher-res version of it. Which, I, I would have liked at least, like, a description thing. A like, flav- the, like flavor of any Smash.
1: kind would have improved this game greatly. But yeah. unfortunately, there's none of that. However if you collect a set of cards so like if you get sonic sonic 2 and sonic 3 or something like that and they all have the same little icon at the top and they're all considered sonic cards you'll unlock a pair of shoes for sonic that's different <laughs> but i think that the way it works and i haven't explored this much because i don't think any of us actually I unlocked tried a piece for of clothing. a while
0: but i i never cuz you can get duplicate cards so i would almost unlock card sets but then like I wouldn't get all the way essentially
1: get a piece of an outfit so for example I think Sonic has like a racing outfit that just looks like makes him look kind of the way that a car would look it's like a tracksuit with like almost logos on it or whatever (laughs) but you have to unlock all the pieces of it I think so you have to effectively find like 16 cards or something (laughs) that are all part of the same set to get all the pieces to just wear that alt outfit which is kind of cool I like the idea of unlocking outfits but it seems like kind of a pain and because this game is yeah. not largely multiplayer, you'll mostly just be seeing the outfit on yourself racing against boring opponents. Because by the time that you'd unlock that outfit, yeah. I feel like you'd I be mean, bored of the game.
0: The ideal situation is like more outfits that you unlock more often, Yeah, but that and does require more, more outfits.
1: <laughs> but the, the cool thing about this is that you can redo a level... As much as you want yeah and for completing the goals you just get more cards and I think that it pulls from a pool of pretty much every card I think that all the normal tasks can get any of the normal cards so you could just play act one of yeah. the forest area over and over the and only over thing again, is there are certain
0: cards that you can only unlock by un- by doing certain yeah. achievements like there are character cards that you only get after beating certain character stories yeah, those uh, don't those go don't towards go costumes. Towards they costumes.
1: unlock things called skins, which is kind of like the same thing as a theme from Sonic Adventure 2, where it just kind of changes some of the colors of your menu. And it, I think it also changes the voice actor, but I'm not sure. But I can't even remember if there's any voice acting for menu items. So Aside maybe it,
0: from the title screen, I don't remember there being any voice acting.
1: It, it's not great either way. Because the only thing that was fun about themes before was that they were rare to come by yeah. in Sonic Adventure 2, so it was kind of fun to unlock one. But here, yeah. there's none of that.
0: I like customization in general. I like that we have options for stuff like that. But I unlocked Shadow's skin, and I was like, oh, this skin is like, it just doesn't look yeah, good. Yeah, because the default so is the only one that actually has any texture
1: to it. Everyone else's are just like flat gradients for the words that you see <laughs> in the background yeah. image kind of. But the thing about the cards is that you unlock them for pretty much any task you complete in this game. So we didn't really mention it in story mode because we hadn't gotten to the system yet. But every time you finish a level in story mode, you get three cards. And every time you complete a mission in the challenge mode, you get cards for that. And that's kind of most of what you can do in this game. There is also a like yeah. cup mode, like a Grand Prix type mode. But the way I think that works, and I never won one of these, but the way I think that works is that you get a cup-specific card for beating one of the cups, and I... I don't know if you have to unlock them in order or if you unlock them by beating the story mode because I had already finished most of the story mode by the time I tried this out. But, like, there's there's a unique unlockable for beating all of the cups and getting those specific cards and it's not just an outfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what it is. I
0: can say that in order to unlock the second cup, you have to beat all of the challenges from the first stage. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. I was pretty sure that I had misread that at first and you would unlock it for beating the first cup. I beat the first cup. didn't have <laughs> okay. I didn't never do that because
1: cup. you don't get cards for winning a round in a cup, and you have to do three rounds yeah. for each cup.
0: It's the slowest way to get cards yeah, but if you want to you get is to You need get to do cards.
1: them to get the cup unique cards. And I think, I know that in this game you can unlock Metal Sonic, which is cool. It's cool that Metal Sonic is yeah. here because that's kind of, I think this is the perfect roster of characters you would want in a Sonic racing game. Which is to say, Sonic, Knuckles, yeah. Shadow, Silver, and Metal If only any
0: of the characters were any different from each other, gameplay-wise.
1: Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it?
0: Knuckles can homing attack.
1: This is literally the only game where he can do that, right?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: I, I think that's about it for this game.
0: One thing that is worth mentioning is that there is one difference between the characters, and that's that there is one power-up that works differently for all of them. For For Shadow, it slows the opponent down. Uh, Like it's chaos control They move in slow-mo Silver is just
1: Like you can't move forward And when you push forward You go backwards (laughs) But pushing backwards Doesn't move you at all I think It's weird
0: Yeah That's really funny Sonics
1: makes him run faster Sonics is objectively the best Because if you want to go faster His is the only one That actually accelerates you The rest of them Interact with the opponent and Knuckles does like a Fusro Doss shout that just yeah. knocks the opponent over if they're nearby, I think. I don't think his affects the entire map. Yeah, I'm not sure. Charlie, you played as Knuckles, right? Yeah. Did, did you feel like it was an AoE thing where you only affected them while they were on screen?
2: From what I interpret, he punches the ground, and if the opponent is on the ground, they'll get hit by it.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I don't think it has to do with their proximity necessarily. Oh, okay.
1: Okay, that
0: actually makes sense.
2: It might not even be ground-based. It might just like automatically. Yeah.
0: Although, hit them. if you are near them, you can tell if they're on the ground.
1: The computer will more often than not just not be jumping, so I feel like that makes sense there, but I never got hit by Knuckles Special, and I jump a lot, so I feel like it's quite possible that it is just a ground-only thing, which is weird yeah. because everyone else is just affected globally. Well, except Sonic's isn't an attack, but obviously. And then I don't know what Metal Sonic does, because I don't think any of us unlocked him, them, but I'm sure it's something fun and robotic yeah. in some capacity. no
0: idea. <laughs> it might just be Sonic's again, who knows? That would make sense. That's Sonic Rivals, though.
1: That's the whole thing. That's really it. Thumbs up, thumbs down, Sonic Rivals.
2: Yeah, thumbs down.
1: I think that I was on the fence a lot, but I don't think that this game adds anything to the world of Sonic that I want. Okay. So I think it's a thumbs down, yeah.
0: I am going to say thumbs up. This is
1: so weird, because every other racing game, like, bar maybe Drift yeah. 1, I think I've been more positive on than Isaiah, <laughs> and Isaiah's logic yeah. for drift one was a little weird anyway.
0: I feel like it might be because this doesn't really feel like a racing game so much as it's like a Sonic Rush ish with yeah, but like the physics racing are like the
1: thing is that I think if the physics were better, I would like it more. But yeah. I want my racing games to be very very fast. Yeah. Because every other Sonic racing game, like, even Drift feels really good. I fast. actually
0: think the the way to improve this game is not to speed things up, but to actually just slow acceleration. I
1: disagree, because you'd accelerate to a spot that is not particularly fast. Like, the top speed <laughs> is not even as fast yeah. as Sonic in okay, most 2D Sonic games. Okay, actually, like, games.
0: increase the top speed, decrease the acceleration, and remove, like, half of all speed ramps.
1: I don't the way to fix this game is to make it better like with physics because the whole physics system because it also has the problem that sonic 06 has where when you homing attack something you don't it feels weird when you homing attack things like it feels like you stop before you hit them and it also feels like once you've hit them you can still move forward better than in sonic 06 but it's not like you can homing attack again and then be going at full speed because your full speed is so slow yeah so the momentum just feels weird It's just, the problem is the top speed. The top speed is so fucking low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's on purpose because, again, they want you to be close to your opponent. And if your top speed was high, then every time your opponent screwed up, you'd be getting that much further from them.
0: I think that if I had a PSP when this game was out, I would probably have played a lot of this game. Well, and it was the only
1: Sonic game on the PSP. So if you had a PSP instead of a DS, (laughs) you'd have to play this. Yeah, that's true.
0: You know what? That's another thing. Why do they have to connect, like, Eggman Nega to this if it's if Eggman Nega yeah. was introduced on the DS, which people who have this system... Yeah, I don't
1: think most people have... I, there are plenty of people who have both consoles, but I feel like a lot of people do not have both a PSP and a DS. Yeah. Because those are consoles that you kind of associate with childhood and like being a kid and having that. I mean, plenty of people have dss yeah. and tons of adults love portable games, but I feel like it's the kind of thing where you're less likely to have both like a wii and a ps3 and you're even less likely to have both a ds and a PSP.
0: every kid that i knew either had a ds or a psp or like neither
1: yeah i only got my psp years and years and years after i got like a 3ds and even then i only had it for one game and that was monster hunter
0: (laughs) yeah and then i got your psp
1: so yeah i would say this game overall doesn't make any goddamn sense (laughs) It's not terrible, though. It's not like a horrible, bad game. It's just I don't think it needs to exist.
0: That's extremely fair. It's exactly good enough for me that I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? This is fun. I'm having fun. That's a thumb. That's good enough for me. The thing
1: that I like the most about this game is it adds that mechanic where when you touch a certain thing, you pick X or O and it decides where you go. I think that is one of the coolest elements of this game, and it makes it kind of fun to interact with that. But overall, it's just like playing these levels just made me want to play Rushmore because it's a much, much faster game that doesn't feel unfair. Yeah, I agree with I that. I guess this is kind of like the like the handheld Sonic of this era, you know? Because Sonic Rush doesn't feel like a handheld Sonic. This is more like a Sonic that's, Advance I, I think that's true, yeah.
0: Okay, concept. Sonic Rivals, but it's a battle royale.
1: 100 Sonics on the map. <laughs> <laughs> 100
0: Sonics. Who I got, will I got be the fastest? for you
1: guys. Do you think that Sonic Rivals 2 will be a thumbs up for Charlie and I? Do you think I they'll mean, fix what's wrong with this game? Guess we'll have to find out next time.
0: This isn't like Sonic 2 for the Game Gear, where they were like, oh, we have $40, let's <laughs> make a sequel. <laughs> it was it was much cheaper to, to produce, produce steaming hot garbage back then. Back then. Yeah. It was literally more expensive to produce them, but it was much cheaper to I develop. I think the Triple
1: them. Trouble is a fine yeah. Sonic Three handheld experience. I think
0: uh, Rivals Two is going to be an improvement over this. I think this will be the the Drift Two. That would be of ideal for me games. personally.
1: I know that there are a lot more playable characters and that the yeah. card system is still present, but I think it's linked to different yeah. things.
0: I mean, I'm not against like a random drop card. Yeah, I mean, system. it was
1: great in Sonic Battle, but that's because in that game it made a lot of sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I even like it in in like Smash Bros, but that's because the way to get those drops is yeah. I was gonna say I love trophies Smash in Smash 4.
1: Bros, but spirits are horrible. The spirits system is to I mean we're not talking about Smash Bros right now, but yeah. that Smash 4 is a mobile game and it sucks.
0: <laughs> but like, you know, I like random loot. I think it's exciting, but I think it was implemented really poorly in this game because you just if i want to get random loot i'll just do the same challenge over and over
1: yeah because you're it's more rewarding because you don't have to learn anything new and you're always going to get the best return yeah why would you ever do anything besides the first level
0: you got to put a lot more effort into like weighting random cards based on what you do or like decreasing the right. likelihood of duplicates dropping, etc. Or just make
1: it so that the tasks get specific cards. I would have been fine with that, because then I would have known yeah. the quantities, and I probably would have been encouraged to actually keep playing this game more, but I stopped yeah. after my first session. <laughs> so that's Sonic Rivals.
0: So there you go. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash no spin dash zone. Stop
1: saying you can, that. No one, no one announces their Twitter by using the you URL. You can find
0: us on Twitter at no Zone. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash NoSpinDashZone. You can also email us at zone at gmail.com You can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash nsdz
1: Yeah, and there you can get episodes a week early. You can get a different... See, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's an exclusive Talk show. About, yeah, it's about the Sonic Comics, the Archie Sonic Comics specifically, not the Fleetway, not the... IDW. Not the, idw that's the one
0: uh you can also follow me on twitter at isaiah games which is i-s-i-a-h games
2: you can follow me at draws charlie where i draw something every day uh hopefully i'll be doing more streaming either on our own twitch or on my own which i'll need to rebrand because it's dumb <laughs> big <laughs> that's mood. twitch
1: for you Bye. bye bye We'd like to thank the LAG Radio Network for hosting our show on platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and lots more. If you enjoyed our show, you can find the rest of what the LAG Radio Network has to offer by searching for the LAG Radio Network on any of these platforms.